Hey everybody, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding episode 113. Of course, I'm here with Dusty Hanshaw, myself, Big Ron Partlow. We are Sam's Scott McNally today. He is getting his furnace fixed, so he is listening in and being the uh, um, amazing producer he can be, but he might jump in later. Do you know, Dusty? Is he doing that? Yeah, I think he's going to jump in and save us at the end after we've wrecked this shit and he, we got to get the views okay. back, you know? Okay, well, so let's roll the intro here. Perfect. The intro right. right there, and there's the intro. Okay. I'll assume he f- finds that and fills it. Um, remember, like, share, subscribe, uh, comment, and... Ring the bell. There you go. Um, so let's just get this out of the way. Um, you got a new shirt. It's not new. I just decided oh, okay. to, to uh, wear it with pride today. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, you're, you know, I'm Canadian and I've sort of uh, actually really consciously stopped watching the news, to be honest. Um, I, I Looking back, I had a bit of a tough go in late 2020. I was really like watching a lot of news and I think it was affecting me negatively in early 2021 too. I was like, what's going on? And there was a lot of stuff that was pissing me off and I sort of tuned out, but I am aware that Biden has like a 41% approval rating and that's like really low. Yeah, it's almost impossible. Yeah. It's it's been really actually um it's been I mean, fantastic. how low was Trump's approval? Trump's approval at oh, its he, lowest was like 49, right? Like 49. Yeah, it's 50, it's worse. It was never even close to this. And you know, I guess the thing is and I said this before in my Q&A like I'm impressed because I thought it would take at least 2 years for people to realize he's a fucking moron and They've done it much faster, so it's impressive. I'm proud of him. You know, you yeah. can. You got, everyone's people, good at something. Some people are good at sucking. That's it. <clears throat> so I, I, I want to avoid politics myself, but um, one thing: are people? I'm also out of the loop on this. Are people realizing that Kamala is like an evil know nothing? Well, I think more than anything, what they're like, realizing is that she's actually gone. dangerous. You know, like, because people are starting to realize, I can't, who was it? Because uh, she's dangerous. Shit, she doesn't know enough. Oh, yeah. Enough. She doesn't know anything. She's dangerous. No, it's, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, we won't beat up politics. I'll just let my shirt speak for my opinions okay. and call it a day. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I, I, but I'm not but a yes, fan it's of been, any of them. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not a fan of politicians in general. I think we could use less of yeah. them across the board. You know, you know, my, be better, my, but my, my 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 final word on this will be my dad used to have a saying. He'd say, "What are the nine scariest words in the English language?" I'm from the <laughs> government, and I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Yep, these I'm are facts. These yeah. are facts. Okay. Yeah, that, and that and and that's what made this uh, such a great uh, political line is because he actually said that the, the government's here to help you. And I remember when that happened. So many people's brain remembered that oh. old joke. I've heard that yeah. saying before. So, but anywho, what what's going on in uh, in your world, man? I mean, I'm seeing you struggling to avoid rain to ride the bike. You're doing so, indoor work. Yeah. Um, so I kind of found a spot. 
I haven't been kicked out yet. I've had three sessions in it. There's a new rec center right by my house, like blocks away. It's like multi-million dollar, you know, they got hockey rinks in there and they put like a massive gym in there with like, you know, they just order the entire life fitness catalog and drop it on the floor, you know, like it's a pretty amazing facility. And um, I can't hear you now. I'm muted because I'm trying to figure out there what the fuck go. Harvey's doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. When my oh, dog starts making a bunch of sounds, what do you got? Come here. What do you got? Oh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a syringe casing. No big deal. Oh, um, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, bodybuilder joke. Normies don't get them. Um, yeah, so I kind of, there's a beautiful underground parkade. There's this one corner, the far, it's kind of good, the farthest corner. And this is such a huge so you're not parkade. Bothering anyone. Yeah, there'd have to be like a huge event for them to fill that parkade. You know, I, I drive in there and there's literally 20% of the parkade on the other side has cars. And then there's mm -hmm. like 80% of it completely empty. And I'm in the far corner at the back. So I'm just hoping nobody complains about me. I did see some security cars drive through, but they didn't come around to my corner. And I just kind of hid behind a post. <laughs> and they just kind of <laughs> did like a little lap over where the cars were and then left. But yeah, I they stopped where the cars weren't. Die. It didn't make much sense to go further. Yeah, yeah. I was the only person parked sense. all the way over there. Kind of funny. How much space like do you need so, to do that? Um, not, not a lot. Um, I mean, it's nice to have like, it's nice to have like, you know, when I ride at the lacrosse box, it's nice to have the full, you know, because then I can do some straight line stuff. Like I'm practicing like my, you know, like peg wheelies and stuff. And you want to be able to do them in a straight line and in circles. You know, really? so it's nice okay. to have it's it's nice to have a straight line so you can practice like distance and then also, right. you know, but if you just have like a 30 by 30 space, you know, like a big two car garage, like that's all some guys have and they just fucking shred, you know, that seems like it would be I mean, so difficult. Well, yeah, well, they say your environment um, or your your style reflects the environment you ride in so like some right. of the japanese guys can literally ride in a phone booth because they ride in their condos <laughs> there's japanese their guys that have yeah they have like a like a, a 600 square foot condo but their living room has has two four by eight sheets of plywood stuck together so it's an eight by eight an eight by eight square and they throw oh, their bike shit. on that in the middle of their living room and they just fucking and they That's just like, wild. they're um, absolutely unfucking believable riders. But some of them, because like, you know, people like, imagine people in some cities, it's like space is so valuable. It's hard to find it, you know? And then yeah, you no, see guys like, you see guys that live in places like, you know, the Midwest where property's cheap. Mm -hmm. And they'll have an indoor spot that is like a warehouse. And I'll message them and go, how do you get that spot? And they're like, oh, me and a couple of buddies rent it. We pay monthly rent to ride. It's like, you know, 600 bucks for the month. $400 a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like a shitty old warehouse, but it has a cement floor. And they're paying right. like, you know, they just pool their money and rent it to ride. Whereas like I live in Vancouver and if you want a, like a one car garage, it's like two grand a month. Yeah. They're like, so you, you, could, you and your buddies could pool your money. It's uh, 500 a piece. <laughs> From the more than like 10 a piece. <laughs> Yeah. So indoor spots are valuable. When you get into the little world that I'm in, you see people's indoor spots on Instagram and some, some guys have put some money into them. Like they have like, you know, just like some guys have home gyms, right? 
I was going to say, this, so, this literally reminds me of bodybuilding because that's even what you said about the small space. Like, um, hey, it, it's, it's funny. So many parallels. Yeah. When you, when you think about like, what do you need? What do you really need to train? We really need a barbell yeah. and some weights and, and a couple benches mm -hmm. and you're good. Like you could do your whole body, but we get spoiled with extras and yeah. then guys get away from it. You know, like, yeah, it's wild. Yeah, so it's it the is. same. It's funny. It's, it's Every like time a, you tell a, me stuff, I see those parallels. Like you said, like I could see like if I if I was into bike cycling and I was somewhere it was shitty, I'd be like, well, I need a space. So I'll get one. Yeah. Like you see, I, I follow some guys. They're like young kids and they're amazing. Mm -hmm. And their standard spot is their basement. And it's like 12 by 20. And all their little Instagram videos are out of this like 12 by 20 cement basement. And you got to remember too, if you have a pad that's open, mm -hmm. you actually have way more space because you can whip the bike out over the grass as you roll or yeah, whatever. Yeah, wall. Like, but when you yeah, have yeah, walls, yeah. walls then shrink your space. So some of these spaces, they might be the same size square feet, but they're different, you know? And, oh, for and, sure. Uh, you know, <laughs> and then you got a guy riding in his basement and, you know, his dad's got the fucking tools all along the wall so that makes the room even smaller and uh you know like just all that bullshit and then you're thinking man that's a hazard if he falls in there he fucking lands on a fucking you know whatever it's shovel or something but yeah then you see them ride outside and you can see the difference like either you know it's just it's kind of interesting but it's kind of like gyms you know it's nice to have all the nice leg equipment but you know if you're locked in your house you just need a rack <laughs> it, that's what COVID did for me was made me realize like I used to you know I traveled to like five different gyms to train different body parts and now I'm like you got a bar and a shit ton of weight all right I'll figure it out <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that'll work that'll work yeah <clears throat> yep what do you think about uh did we we didn't talk about Raphael winning yet did we because we did the live show last no Wednesday. it just yeah it just happened I, I think it's awesome I also love seeing Samson qualify and go again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, yeah. I like seeing these guys that are like, I mean, that had to be what his fourth show since the Olympia fourth or fifth, um, where he's been in the top three, you know, and he finally snuck by Nathan one, um, Raph took second and then they flip flop like two weeks later, you know? Right. Definitely great to see. So I, I, I'm just I'm loving seeing these guys lock it in. And you know we didn't we we didn't really spend a lot of time on this either. Like I'm really excited to see um, what Milos can create uh, ba based on seeing um, uh, what's his head's win just barely as well. Um, Regan what the hell was it? Yeah, Regan. Yeah, like yeah, they have found something that Regan hasn't found yet. <coughs> what, well, what do you see with that? I don't know. It's uh well, I mean, I agree. Regan, Regan immediately looked like something happened to his physique, you know? Um, hey, listen, Milos has taken a whole bunch of guys that have like good genetics mm -hmm. and made them better. And, for sure. There's also two. There's also two. Another thing, like sometimes people work with a coach for like a year or two, and then they leave the coach, and then people think, mm -hmm. "Oh, something must have gone wrong," but that's not. 
always the case, right? And Milos is one of those guys because I know a lot of guys that have worked with Milos. And when I say, Mm -hmm. hey, how was it? They say, oh, man, it was fucking awesome. You know, I put on like 10 pounds of stage weight and I came in really good condition and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, people just don't always keep the coach or whatever, right? They want to do it themselves or move on or save money or whatever. So, you know, I just, I had, I know a lot of guys that worked with them and they said, yeah, like it was, and I know it's a more complicated plan. He's, oh yeah, that would not, I I don't even have to look at it to know it wouldn't be for me. Like, yeah, that's the thing. It's got to, that's, that's where we've talked about your personality has to match the, the coach, right? And, yep. you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe Regan does what does better if he's more engaged and has like right. more stuff he has to follow. Like some guys actually do better like that, you know? Oh, for you know sure. What's well, the same as, like, is um, Holling said, he really loved the, I guess I call it emotional connection that he and Patrick have and like that side. And right. I always love the fact that Chris and I communicated in like letters, not even words. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think we could, I don't think we could fill two paragraphs with an entire preps worth of emails because no, there's no full sentences. <laughs> I remember one time I sent him, uh, I, I was helping a kid who had like a really nice back double bicep and mm-hmm. it looked, you know, at, I mean, at the time I, I, I wasn't using anyone to compare him to. I just thought it was a great photo and I sent it to Chris and Chris just replied, Claremonti 93. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's right. That kid kind of looks like Charles Claremonti. And then I like pulled up an old picture of Claremonti's back. And I was like, oh, yeah, he has the same shape back as Claremonti. Yeah, yeah, Chris is right. But me and Chris had this whole conversation about Chris, about Charles Claremonti with one word. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> one, one, the name in the year. That was the full conversation. Name in the year. And it was like a full conversation, like a whole bunch of information was exchanged, you know? <laughs> I can usually so, do that in person with my close friends when we both see something stupid in public. There's no words, right. but there's a right. full yeah, conversation you know about what a bunch of morons were surrounded by. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so what were the top five? I'm just trying to pull the top five up again here. I only top knew the top two. Show. Well, I just had a top five post here the other day. I was just looking at it. Well, I know. Day, uh, Instagram so, moves fast, sir. Yes. Yes. I, well, that, hey, here we are, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, well, I can never remember what what page you're on like were you on the romania muscle fest page or were you on buys and tries or were you on rx muscle like plastic you know you forget to save the post you know the plastic perfection is it when you plastic perfection tell us more pages you follow follow this and more helpful pages exactly for more information yes sorry plastic perfection um, yeah, well, the reason I wanted to mention the, the placing is if I can find the fucking show here. Yeah. Okay. So Raphael, they got Samson. And then in third was a, a guy that I, a couple guys I'm not familiar with in third and fourth, um, Beirut's Tabani. This is mm-hmm. right. We got to look, you know, got to look at more pictures of this yeah. guy. And then, yeah. uh, in yeah. fourth I like was, when you read a name, you're like, who? <laughs> yeah. And then in fourth was Amir Omerajik. So we got to, you know, look that guy up too. I, I like to take the time to do this, even though we don't always do this. And then mm-hmm. in fifth place is Quentin Aria, Quentin Beastwood, 
from uh, right. from Toronto. And yeah, uh, he looked nuts. That, that what do you do with that waist, that V taper? Well, this is what I love about bodybuilding, though. So we just named two guys that respectfully I've never heard of that beat him, and I know how good he is. So it's like, yeah, it reminds yeah. you how big bodybuilding has gotten that there are two guys good enough to beat him, uh, and I mean on that day, but still. And I don't know who they are. That's wild. You know, because uh, Dorian was putting up pictures of him, and I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, how can you be too. that big and that aesthetic at the same time? I'd love to, I'd love also, to see him and Nathan stand next to each other. Just well, as a comparable look. Yeah. Also, like, I mean, you can tell in some of the shots because he's standing next to certain guys, but... It's hard to tell by himself, but he's like six feet tall as well. So he's like a oh, huge okay. guy. Um, so he'd yeah. be a little taller than Nathan as well. But he, yeah, Quinton's like really big, you know, um, mm -hmm. for, you know, a pro. Like he's slightly over six feet, I bet, like probably exactly my height and, um, mm -hmm. you know, super wide. So like the frame is just infinite, you know. Right. <laughs> he has an infinite yeah. frame, Dusty. <laughs> he's never, never had to worry about getting too big for his, for his frame. Yeah. And then also too, you know, you know how they say it's good to start. Like they say, you know, ideally you want your legs to be a little too big because then you can pound the shit out of cardio if you have to, to get in shape, Right. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't hurt. So yeah, you're not he's kind of like that with, off. yeah, he's kind of like that with his waist. His waist is so <laughs> small that he could like blow it out with, you know, like massive amounts of gear and, you know, 900 pound deadlifts. And it would still be probably like 30. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, so, if he blew, if he added four inches to it, it would still be small. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing about that waist that it's like unwreckable. Like <laughs> it's valid, too. you know? Yeah. Okay. What else you got dusty? I got a lot of questions, man. I, I put up a question box last night. So we've got, uh, we got work to do, sir. I haven't actually okay, even well, flipped I have through no them. Problem. I just opened up. Okay. Okay. I have no problem with that. All right. Perfect. Are you ready to rock? I'm ready to talk about whatever the fuck you want. Love Almost. it. Well, then we're going to start for with this question. <laughs> this is, I don't know if this is political or not. How common is backdoor action at your house? I don't well, I live in a condo. <laughs> you, well, technically, I, you do have a door. I've seen it. Uh, it's just yeah, you could yeah. fall out of a 26th, 7th floor? Yeah, yeah, 20, 24th floor. Yeah, I knew it was one of those. God. Yes, I thought that was an interesting question. Um, my answer will be there are no rules at my house. It's well, just a good I, time. I, well, that's there you go. There's, well, there might be a couple rules if I really had to think. Probably a few mean, things. Yeah. There might be a couple things. That, yeah, yeah. There might be a couple things. You know, I'd have to go to like a really dark place to come up with something. But yeah, yeah, like I'm wondering, like, yeah, up. you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd have to, I'd have to try like, and be like, what about the, this? Like, where would we even find a dragon? Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, I guess so. <laughs> well, they do make those dragon dildos. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's no rules. Have you seen there's those no dildos rules. that look like they're like anime dildos? Like 
there's some people that are into like dildos that don't look like they have like a like an alien look to them. Have you seen those? Have I said too much? That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it either. And they don't all look like like some of them have like, you know, like, I don't know. It's not quite, you know, the way you'd think you'd want Seems to shape. Like it be I don't, painful. I don't have a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you just like, you know, but hey, I'm not no judging, you know. You can use hey, look at do, this shaker. Do your cup. thing, someone, bro. Do your thing. Someone <laughs> someone might want the shaker cup. I don't know. Is that the leader one? That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm not gonna judge. I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, eh? I'm not gonna judge. I'm not gonna judge. But oh, but God. yes, uh, I guess I better uh, clarify my thought. There are uh, dildos that look like I don't know if it's an anime fetish because you know those like anime I don't know fuck all about anime and all that stuff but there's like that anime yeah but you know what I mean right there's like an anime category yes. yeah so I think there's people that are into like you know I don't know Dragon Ball penises or whatever the fuck they're into you know Wait, they even have like anime know. porn and I'm like so it's cartoon yeah porn? yeah that's what I mean yeah yeah, yeah or they're very... dressed in anime costumes and they're I don't know what they're doing anyways I don't think it deserves much more of our time, but just letting people know, you know, that <laughs> we have derailed it because Scott is gone and here we are. Scott. Yeah. This is what happens. A real fucking problem. <laughs> Scott would have kebabed Scott leaves. so quickly. How many minutes in are we? And we've been talking about <laughs> what was like the first question. And, I, dildos. and as you know, I have like lots of them and uh, mm. you know, that's what we, that's what I went with right out the gate. And anyway, this is a in the comments, <laughs> please. So here's the deal. If you're if you were already aware of the whatever alien anime, anime slash cartoon dildo thing, if you were already aware of that, leave a little comment. Let me know. I'm not the only yeah, one who knew that him? existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never he seen one. I've never, I've never like I've never like held one. Like I've never been like, but you know, they exist on video. Oh, I know they right. exist. Yeah. I get it. I got gotcha. you. Okay. All right. What's the next we'll, we'll question? Go, we'll go. Uh, we're going to clean it and up. And again, I, I guess the whole point, what's not allowed in the house? I do not have those in my house, just so everyone knows. I don't mind if people <laughs> think I'm weird, to... but yeah, but just but, so you know. We don't no even know alien. if it's not allowed. You just never asked. Yeah. Hey, maybe. Maybe. You know. Maybe I, mean, I just got just myself saying. in trouble. Maybe yeah, Emily's going to see this like and that thing? be like, you know what? We should get one of those. Okay. <laughs> Funny. I already ordered one. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, earliest dream you had as a child that you remember today? Earliest dream dreams from you had child. as a yes. child? Um, so well, I don't know. That's a fun question, I guess. So I don't, I don't know if obviously this is a correct answer, but I have a dream from when I was like a little kid that kept reoccurring. And was it was it? like vivid. And um, then as I got older and I read about lucid dreams where you can kind of control what, what you're doing and it feels like you're kind of making conscious decisions in the dream, I realized mm -hmm. that that was a lucid dream that I was having. And I had that for like like over a decade and it would just come once in a while. Like every couple of years I would have this lucid dream and it was, and it was always the same, not identical, but it was the same dream. And... Mm -hmm. um, it was where I was flying around. So I had the ability to fly. And I was aware that I was flying and I was like making conscious decisions of where I was going to go. And, you know, I was just like going around and, you know, seeing people and flying over top of my friends' houses. And it was sort of like a reality-based dream. 
you know, right. It was like real people, real houses, me going around and, and, but I was able to fly. And so I just remember having that dream like multiple times and it was very lucid because every time I'd have it, I'd, I'd like wake up. And I remember also too, a few times I woke up and I was like, shit, I want to go back to sleep so I can get back in that dream. And actually like, I know at least once I did that where I went back to sleep and I went back into the dream. Cause I remember talking about it afterwards. So I don't know what That's triggers crazy. that. And then, and then, then I haven't had it for, I don't remember the last time I had it, but I remember having it did like the, really young. Did the dream, um, like, did you get further along in the like story of the dream sometimes? Or I don't did it always end. Yeah, like I don't really same? recall. I, I don't really, yeah, I don't really recall much about that. I remember like sometimes, like, it, like I said, it was reality based. I could be flying over my friend's houses and stuff, but that doesn't mean it was like totally like reality. There was still like mountains and like, you know, stuff. I remember like going for like a flyby to see like how, I remember just like being aware. Yeah. I don't know if you ever had a right. dream like that, but they're pretty crazy. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What you don't, you don't have anything like that? No, I mean, it's funny. Like, cause I actually read that question cause it popped in early and I was like, man, I, because I'm, I'm that person that like, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you go, God, that was a crazy dream. And then the next morning you're like, man, I had a crazy dream. And I couldn't tell you the smallest little thing about it. Um, right. The only dream that I have that, that I can remember off the top of my head currently um, was drug induced when I was in my coma. So, you know, that's right, stuck Jose. in my head. But, but yeah, but that's so, I mean, A, not from childhood, but that literally is the only dream I can remember in my life. Like, I just right. always wake up and don't remember or, or I will and I'll even tell somebody and then forget again. You know, very yeah. uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me see here. Do you have any? Because I got a million. So you want me to just keep rolling? Yeah. You fire. I do have some, but you can fire off a few. I didn't do a box. Well, here's but a I good one. Some. Does Jesus or Jesus, I'm not sure which one it is, train for strength or hypertrophy? I can never say that word right. But, anyways, Hi hypertrophy? I would say hypertrophy. It's like a trophy that's hyper. Um, anyways, I would say do, that Jesus would. I would say that I would say that Jesus would be more about um, more about strength. Than well, he's not a big image from what I've seen. Well, no, plus he 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 would even if he had muscles, he would probably want to cover them up. I don't see him being a tank top guy. True. But although the main picture I've seen him, he doesn't have a shirt on. But anyways, yeah, it's a valid. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> That's when he was on Sorry. stage. <laughs> God, we're going now. Ah. Uh, but yes, I'm going to agree with you because I think you need power to part seas and things for sure. Yes. And, okay. and you got to be graceful to walk on water. Okay. That's a, that's a good question. Yes. Um, Excellent question. Oh, this is interesting. Someone who's trying to lean up. How much fat intake is too much? I'm 18% body fat currently. Um. I, don't I know. thought this is a good one interesting... because of what we talked about last week with your opinion on yeah. fats and yeah. You know, so I, 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 so, so yeah, I had a few people ask me about that and I guess what I was clarifying, what I want to clarify when I said I wasn't really a big believer in adding fats, what I meant was like, I see diets where people are eating like tilapia and egg whites and then they're adding fat, like 
I'll have an avocado with this meal and nut butter with this meal. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to eat a fucking steak. Like, I'm just going to eat a steak because I fucking hate tilapia. I never eat it once. And I dieted on steak. Like, I had steak in my diet for, like, the entire time I was a bodybuilder. Right. You know? But I, that's, you know, it just, it's just like I'd rather throw a whole egg in with my egg whites instead of having, like, a little tiny, like, teaser of nut butter. But some people yeah. love their nut butter. Nut butter still has a place. Like I still throw it in shakes and stuff if I'm doing like a protein fat meal before bed, you know, and I mm-hmm. still, it still sati- satiates you really well and helps you sleep. And sometimes if guys are on contest prep, I'll put some fat in their shake at the end of the day or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm not against fats. I just, I think people make like weird calls like that where they, you know, pull food out because it has fat in it and then they add other foods that are fat. You're boiling your chicken so that later in the day you can have two tablespoons of olive oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, uh, okay, we can have the debate about, you know, healthy fats versus whatever fats versus essential fats, fine. But at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're dealing with, you know, fats and carbs. And I like to keep things super simple. So I'd rather just eat steak or whatever. Did I sideline your question? I don't even remember what the guy asked. No, no. How many grams no, of fat is that's too much? Yeah, I mean, that was the question. And it's, it's, an, it's an impossible answer uh, even with, I mean, knowing someone's 18% body fat because it's like, well, how much is too much? Well, it depends on how many carbs you're having. It depends on how much you're moving. Um, yeah. You know, so the, so the answer to the question for me is, like Ron, I, I like to have my carbs as high as possible because I like, I actually like the substance of food, the amount of food I can put in my stomach when I'm dieting. Um, so that makes just like you, Ron. Like you know, my fats usually came from salmon or steak and eggs. And that was it during prep. Like yeah, just you know, Chris never really used a bunch, but there would be at my size. I mean. In 2011, I was eating a pound of cooked salmon for my last meal every night. Yeah, how many grams Obviously, of fat are in? That's a t- pound ton of, of fat. Oh, because that like I'm, I'm going to Google that real quick because it's got to be wacky. 454 grams of fat in one pound cooked salmon. Was it like 40, 50? There may be 62 50 grams of fat. 62. 62. 62. There you go. <laughs> you know what's yeah. funny about that was, uh, so Chris had that on my diet because that was the year I was super lean. And we get to Miami and he comes in to take a look at me. Um, and I'm eating my, or when we get done with yeah. hitting the shots, my food hits the table. Uh, and he looks over and he goes, what the hell is that? And I was like, it's my pound of salmon. He goes, you eat that every night? I'm like, well, it's written. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to. He's like, man, it's because it, it takes up an entire square plate and you have to cut it yeah. and put a piece on top of a piece and then your greens are on the side. You know what I mean? I, so yeah, I 62 remember, grams of fat. That does answer the question. Wow. I one year, one year I was working with Chris. Uh, my last meal of the day was eight ounces of steak and I was mm-hmm. using sirloin steak. Like I wasn't being too picky. Right. I was eating sirloin. And, um, and I was in really good shape and my weight was like dropping and he goes, okay, well let's do, let's do, let's do 12 ounces of steak in that last meal, you know, just put a little extra in before bed. 
And then, you know, like I lost a little bit more weight and he's like, oh, well, you know, let's go 16 ounces on that steak meal tonight. Have a nice big fucking massive steak. And then like a couple of days later, he's like, bump that last meal. How many ounces? And I'm like, I'm at 16. He goes, go to 20. So I'm eating 20 ounces of salmon or 20 ounces of, of sirloin steak. Cooked that's sirloin a great, steak. That's a great night every before night. Before bed. Waiting for that meal. And I ate that meal. I ate 20 ounces of cooked sirloin steak with a little like blob of barbecue sauce. I mm-hmm. ate that before bed for like the last two weeks before the show. And that was just the greatest. Right. I just sat in front of fucking the TV with this giant plate of chopped steak. <laughs> it was awesome. That's as good as it gets when you're in prep, people. That's as good as yeah. it fucking gets. Yes. End of yes. story. Yep. Oops, don't need that one. Okay. To answer his question, I, I sort of think that a gram of fat per kilo of body weight, so like if you're 265 pounds, you're 120 kilos. So that'd be 120 grams of fat. That's like not... That's like standard, like off-season right. fat intake. That's sort of how I think. You know, if you add it all up in your steak and shit, you know, you probably get that. I mean, if you're getting sixty grams in your fucking meal six, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're in pretty good shape right there. All right, here's a, here's a solid one. I actually like best life lesson you can share. Oh God, mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> how, how quick solid. was that mind your own yeah, business you, you, don't expect anybody to don't expect anybody to to save you there you go yeah see that's 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 solid i was gonna say your life is your fault all right you know Great. i think that that's an area that people mess up on and and i know that there's always pushback on these because someone's like wow you know, I, I lost my leg. Understood. Now what? Now you got to do something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the the excuse that rolls on every little thing drives me crazy. I, I look at so many things that way. It just makes it easy. Like I prefer to accept that I have some form of control over everything than to just being a victim to life. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Nope. That's yeah. Gary V. <laughs> Gary V. had a good one. I know it was just a business one, but he had one like a long time ago. It was like back in 2017, I think. I was probably watching Gary Vee on my phone sitting at Mutant in my cubicle. Right. And, uh, and, and I remember he had one where this guy stood up and he was like, hey, I, I, you know, I have an idea for uh, an app. And I, I'm just paraphrasing because I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I have an idea for an app and it delivers, you know, I think he, I think he said cannabis. He's like, it delivers right. this, blah, 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 blah. But the state I live in doesn't have this law passed yet. And it just got deferred for another year. And Gary V goes, move. Well, fucking move to Denver. Right. And the guy just looks at him. He goes, but I live in, you know, whatever, Wisconsin. And he's like, right. I don't give a shit. You can't change the rules of the game. You can only win the game. You have to play the game. The game is move to fucking Denver or shut up. Right. And the guy was like, oh, and he's like, or another state that has those laws. There's a few, but like, yeah. quit whining to me. And yeah, what, that's what, sort what of like, yeah, yeah. Like at the end of the day, some of these rules, he's got to play by them. So just fucking figure them out. 
get around them. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? No one's going to save you. Like, you know, that guy could sit, sit in that other state. I bet that guy fucking moved too. He was like 10 feet in front so. of Gary V. You know, he's one of those guys that went to like a Gary V thing because he's like, fuck, I want to meet Gary, you know? I yeah. bet that guy fucking moved. But yeah, just stuff it, it like that. It is funny. You, you, you find like, you know, as they, as they, it's, it's trite, but it's true. Like, you know, you find people that can find a problem for every solution. You know, <laughs> I have this great thing. We'll do this. Well, I can't. Well, then fuck off. <laughs> it's not that complicated yeah. to me. You know, like it, it's really yeah. not. So another <clears throat> thing, another thing, oh, go ahead. A, a, a finishing touch on that advice thing that has always served me well is some people um, like, let's say they're going to go do a thing like, mm-hmm. well, let's just use the gym. Let's say they're going to go train legs and they're warming up on the leg press and their hip hurts. And they're like, fuck. Like I can't fucking leg press. So they try to hack squat and their hip hurts. And they're like, oh mm-hmm. fuck, I'm I guess I can't train legs today. And I'm like, well, no, you still haven't tried leg curls. You still haven't tried adductors. You still haven't tried extensions. Find something right. that you can do and do it. Like don't don't waste the whole day. Find something you can do and do it. Or right. train calves for an hour. Or fucking do calves and abs. Like, like you like, you know what I mean? You have to make the best of things when they go wrong being able to make the best of uh of a you know less than ideal situation is a skill and it it really can make a difference in the amount of happiness in your life people that are too easily you know sidelined by inconvenience or you know what they perceive as a disaster um Mm -hmm. is often just like Okay, what else can you do with this time? Like you're here right now. Like what are you going to do? You're going to waste all of this or are you going to do something with it? Right. And that's just how I, I think that that sort of mentality can really help you out. Well, it's funny because, you know, I actually put up a post today and I've been trying to keep my posts a little more just shorter and to the point. Sometimes I think you can ramble on and lose people um, or it just doesn't, whatever. Nobody gives a fuck, whatever it may be. But I had that thought because I've had a lot of people when I came back after getting sick now that have asked, like, did this take longer? Was this faster than you thought it would be or, you know, anything like that? And I'm like, I never thought about it. Like, I just started working. Like, I never even thought to myself when I came out, like, maybe I'm not ever going to feel this right side of my body again. I didn't know, but I didn't even bother to think about if that was possible or could I be as good as I was or as strong as I like. It just started running, so to speak. And I knew yeah, that I yeah. would I would work as far as I could, whatever that meant. And that's it. You know, so it is interesting because I think a lot of times what it is is people want to know, you know, it's the same as asking you, hey, Ron, we take a look at my pictures and tell me if I have a, 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 a shot in the sport. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like. <laughs> Well, are you going to not do it at all if I say no? You're just going to quit? Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's always an odd thing to me because I'm like, here, let me show you my first pictures. Nobody said to me, Dusty, you got to do a bodybuilding show. You are born for this. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you know, no, I know. It's like, oh, know. this, this yep. is what I want to do. I'm going to do this. No idea where it's going to go. So, no, I agree with you 100%. Oh! Hey! We must have. We must have. We must have really. 
We must have really been shit in the bed. Oh, guys, I didn't want to uh, say anything, but oh, that last uh, that last just, question. Dying. Was it was it was it the first question about how common backdoor actions at the house? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dusty, you, you lined you lined your beard up. Was that in relation to last week's question? It it's looking no, nope. it's looking very Arizona right now. Very I, I actually cleaned it up myself because uh, I'm going Ooh. a month with no shaving. Right. As far like I've just decided like actually let it grow. But I can oh so a guy that has no hair on the top of his head, but I could cover my eyes in hair vertically off of my cheeks. It's oh scary. So yes, I, I cleaned it up a little bit because I said, you know what? I gotta look good for Scott, and then he fucking bounced out on me. <laughs> Wasn't even here. He got his furnace fixed. I don't even know what a furnace is coming from Arizona. I'm like, What? What are you talking about? Dude, the guy who Anywho. fixed my furnace was a uh I didn't say anything when I first saw him, but he was pretty jacked. Okay. And I was like, oh, this guy Last lifts. Five minute crew. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, unfortunately, he's, he's a little bit older. He's in, like in his fifties now. But, uh, and mm-hmm. then I knew when we, when we walked downstairs, I was like, he's going to like the gym. Watch this. And, and then I was like, oh man, that's badass. You know? So we were talking about weightlifting and, uh, he had, uh, a, did you exchange numbers? No, we didn't. We didn't. He, uh, <laughs> but he, uh, he has a bunch of equipment from Weightman. Which I bet you've never heard of that company, Ron. It's a Michigan-based no. company, uh, W-A-T-E, right. Waitman. And they're out of business now. But they fabricated all sorts of stuff like through the 80s, like old school yeah. home gym, like hardcore home gym equipment that you would really appreciate. Yeah. And he has a bunch of that stuff. So we were, we were talking shop, and it turned out it was uh, he didn't even need to come here. We, he looks at the furnace, and the minute he got here, it turned on. Like, I've been messing with this thing all morning, so. He's got a presence about him. Yeah, he was like the <laughs> furnace whisperer, I guess, but. <laughs> well, there you go. I always hate that. Like, I, I need it when I can't get something to work. It's like if you say, I can't find something anywhere, and your girlfriend comes in and she goes, it's right here. You're like, Fuck. yeah. I need it to be a little longer than that so I don't look like an idiot. You know? <laughs> like, if I catch it out of the corner of my eyes, I know she's going to see it. I fucking hide it in my pocket for a minute. <laughs> And then I find it That's later. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm going to take a brief moment to shout out our sponsors. I'll make it quick, but this stuff's super important because it's our sponsors that help to make this show possible. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. And if it wasn't for you shopping with our sponsors, we wouldn't be here either. You can support our programming by shopping with truenutrition.com. They're our title sponsor. They've supported us for a number of years. They have awesome health and performance supplements. You can ask Skip or Dusty or Scott Stevenson all about True Nutrition and they'll tell you how good of a company they are. Hardcore bodybuilders have trusted them for over 15 years now. Use our code THINK. You'll get some savings. You'll support our programming. If you're in Canada, you can shop with supplementsource.ca. They have highly discounted supplements, discounts on bulk orders, and free shipping over $99. Check them out. And finally, you can directly support our programming on Patreon. I'll have links below for Patreon and everything else. We're taking more questions over there, and I appreciate everybody who's already helping to directly support our programming through our Patreon. All right, guys, thanks for hanging with me. Let's get back to the show. All right, so we're, we're going to get back to these questions here. Uh, now that Scott's here, I'm going to clean them up a little bit. <laughs> All right, do you think that giant sets work for muscle growth? Milos trains his athletes that way. In case you guys didn't know. Um, right. Um, well, I mean, everything works and nothing works. It, 
it depends on like, are you recovering from the stimulus? Are you triggering an adaptation? Like, I definitely don't think it's the one and only greatest way to train, but I can see how it would be, you know, how there could be some grounds in, in, in that sort of training to achieve overload. I mean, there's lots of different ways to achieve overload. I mean, I've done some giant mm -hmm. sets. I mean, you know, I remember when my knee was bothering me before I tore my quad, I had like a seven year period where I would once in a while, my knee would be bothering me and mm -hmm. I would go in and set up four quad exercises and just do rotations. Mm -hmm. And of course you can hardly use any weight. You're doing like two plate hacks and fucking, you know, but my quads would just be like ballooned hmm. and you know, I'm not saying I did that training enough to like say whether or not you can grow from it, but it certainly fucking helped me, you know, get through those years, you know? So I don't know. I, I, it's not magic, but it's also too, like maybe some guys don't train that hard and then Milos gets a hold of them and giant sets of shit out of them and their body responds, you know, but maybe you take a guy like dusty, who's already, you know, found the fucking 8,000 RPM mark on the race car a million times <laughs> And uh, it's just kind of a different type of training for him. It's not really a big deal. Like he just obviously gets adjusted to it over time. And I don't know. That's my thing. What about you, Scott? Now that Ron said that, I would love to see Dusty get trained by Milos for like the next month and have it all videoed where like you only <laughs> do giant sets and you don't have much time to rest. I'd just be curious. I mean, I imagine it, you know, you already figured out something that works really well for you, but it just would be a fun experiment to watch. Um, I feel like you're sentencing me to death <laughs> because if you've ever seen me train, there's, there's no, like when the, when I, when the breathing is hard, I stop. I'm like, Oh, oh. hold on. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Let's get this down. We got, I'm going to take a walk. I got to slow this down a little. It's funny. I just, I just, uh, I just trained last week uh, with Jordan. And he was like, ah, oh, I just, I hope I don't get sick. I just, I had to eat my meal too close. I go, oh, we, we don't get sick. <laughs> There's plenty of time. Don't worry, man. Was, we, we move heavy weight and then we sit down. Is there a chair nearby? And there actually was. So I right. sat down in the chair and. <laughs> Dusty is the, Dusty is the, is he's the power lifters bodybuilder. That. Well, because I, I'm not made to be a bodybuilder at all. <laughs> I was born to do that and just refused. I was like, nah. I, I had to train legs. I had an interesting workout the other day. You know, I, I mean, the three of us, I think we lead rather routine lives, right? We train same time Fair. all the time. We have our way. Scott has his own gym, so everything's his way, you know. But I had a, a, a day the other day where I had to train legs, and it was a super long day, and I was really busy. And, um, I couldn't train with my partner. So he, you know, he went normal time and I wound up getting to the gym to train legs. It was eight fifty-five PM when I started and the gym closes at 10, right? Hmm. Uh, obviously I can stay past clothing closing, I was like, key, but, um, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> that's how late it was, make. you know, like, <laughs> like an hour before the gym closes, I'm starting legs. And, and I had, I was tired. Like I, I had three meals a whole day. But I made sure I was pounding water because I knew I had legs. So I was hydrated at least. It was so late that I took a half a scoop of, of all in. Because you wanted to take sleep. A full scoop. <laughs> yeah, I just, so I just took like barely a half a scoop. And I was like, okay, I got I to go do legs. And I honestly was like, fuck, do I still have what it takes 
to dig out a leg workout by myself Friday night at hmm. 9 p.m. for no reason. Yeah. I don't right. have to do this. Yeah, there's no show. There's just, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No reason, you know. In fact, I could probably find a reason not to do it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it'd be good to take a week off. You know, I've been training with Braden for months. Probably good to skip a leg. Like, I could have done that easily. But I just had, like, a little moment where I was like, no, I have, like, a commitment to myself. You know, if I don't do this leg workout, tomorrow's supposed to be my rest day. So I'm going to spend my whole rest day thinking, fuck, I should go do legs. And I'm, right. you know, too busy tomorrow to do legs. So then I'm, you know, fucks up my split. And then the next day I'm supposed to do shoulders with yeah. Braden. So then, you know, like, you know what I mean? That, that cascade of like, I can't, I can't fucking let this slide, you know? And right. um, so I went in the gym and I did legs and I wound up kind of, cause I didn't have a spotter on anything. So I could only go to like, you know, the like verge of failure where you put your hands on your knees, you know, for the leg press and stuff. <laughs> and um, so I did like a volume workout. I pounded like 20 sets of legs in an hour. Nice. And uh, probably, probably took one minute rest on a lot of stuff, maybe a minute and a half. And I just pounded out sets of 15 and then just kept adding weight. And then I'd wind up getting a couple of fail sets. And then I'd go to the next exercise and do 15, put a plate on 15, put a plate on 15, put a plate on. Oh, I only got 12. Okay, I'll use that weight again. Oh, I only got eight. Okay, there's my two work sets. Move on to the next exercise. You know what I mean? I just right. did like this brainless, thoughtless, generic volume fucking workout and uh fucking felt like a million bucks afterwards because i you know yeah got that fucking leg day in and then i was crippled and i'm still crippled <laughs> of course <you> yeah <laughs> the shock yeah that's always the case though i tell you guys that anytime you go somewhere new to train even if you do your workout if the hack is different the leg press is different the adductor is different you're fucked yeah 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 <laughs> you're, you're so, gonna be fucked but it was good because it was like, you know, you just, every once in a while, you know, I find myself, I mean, we all do it, but my, the current context of how it, it happens to me is, is the fact mm -hmm. I don't have to do this anymore. And that like occurs to me sometimes I'm like, I don't have to go do this, but I just right. really, you know, had a commitment to myself. You know, I want to remain and it's not just cosmetic, like, oh, I'm a bodybuilder. No, no, it's not that. It's like, I want to remain strong. I want to keep like a base level of you know, functional ability to train hard. I don't want to start skipping leg days, you know? So all that stuff. Yeah. Pretty interesting. You know, it was one of those little things where you're like, ah, fuck. Okay. How long did, did you that. say that whole workout took? One hour. So you were done when the gym closed. You were set. Yeah. Before the gym closed. Yeah, it was done. <laughs> yeah. That can yeah. be a nice <laughs> challenge. Closed, yeah. That can be a nice challenge to do that kind of thing sometimes, I think, to force yourself to move faster or... You know, I, I think my answer is the giant sets. Um, I, I I haven't been a big giant set person personally, um, but I do think that something other than what you are doing is worth investigating, you know, because, yeah, you know, like I've had a, a couple guys that have been doing a, a higher frequency push pull legs type thing. And we're at a point where it's like, you've been doing this for a year. We've changed things within the workout. You know, it's not like he's been doing the exact same thing for a year. But, you know, we thought, okay, well, you're off cycle now. Or one guy, it's like he, he finished his contest. It's four weeks post-show. We're going to give it another four weeks to keep, you know, cleaning out before we start pushing. Why don't we, we're going to go to a bro split just for like the next month. 
and go to like a higher right. volume program. He's been doing like the top set back offset thing. And I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. he's going to do twice as many exercises each time he trains each body part because he's only doing it once a week. And he's going to be smoked like this dude is going to be fried for the first couple of weeks. And then when we go back to higher frequency, I think he'll have a better a better response to that. Having had a little bit of time off, almost like a almost like a it's not a volume. It's not a deload, but it's like a deload from frequency, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I know what you, you know? mean. Um, I uh, I do have one thing to say about giant sets. Is that. I really there's one thing I really dislike about them and it's that most people hate when you take up four fucking machines oh yeah and most gym owners like me find it really annoying because i have people coming out (laughs) to me going those two guys are using two leg presses a squat rack and an extension (laughs) and i have to explain to them how that's like what am I supposed to say? Oh, yeah, that's a totally fair and reasonable way to train at five o'clock on a Monday. No, it's right. not. You know, so there's that element. I've told people, I'm like, listen, man, you can't giant set Monday night at 630. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you thinking? I, I can't believe I have to tell you this. You know, it's funny. There's yeah, a guy, like we, we were. I was filming the other day on uh, Sunday. Um, just arm workout. But there's a guy at, at the gym here that does that. He occupies like five pieces and of course i don't want like when i first came here like be a dick and just start taking equipment but once i realized what he did i was like oh okay so rather than even asking because he'll be across the gym i need to use the cables uh so i just bring them down use them and if he walks up while i'm still using them i just finish my set and i'm like do you want to continue working in with me or are you done here those are your options. <laughs> like, and, and yeah. literally, he was I'll like, "Put the pulley up." I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'm done. And I'm like, "Okay, cool, thanks." Like, and it doesn't <laughs> matter to me either way. But I'm like, "You can't occupy five fucking pieces while yeah. we all stand yeah. here." Because what was funny is we finished that. Then I went over to another piece that he was using. Needed that, so started using that as well. By the time I finished anything he wanted, I looked at my video. I go, "See, he's still going." So had I not we would have had this 30 minutes just stand here or do something else you know so it's it's funny and and, and in his defense while you know bring it up he doesn't mind because he knows he gets it yeah like he's not you know he's not a dick in reverse either he's like oh okay you know he knows like yeah it's fucking packed gym and there are it's a smaller gym that only has like one hammer shank preacher curl or you know what i mean so it just doesn't make sense so it's nice when you have the ones that actually get it at least because you know, I tried to learn in reverse, like first I'll ask. And then once you see it, you're like, yeah, I'm just, this is mine now. You can work with me, but it's mine. Another thing too. And it's obviously, you know, I mean, I like to keep things super simple. So a lot of people probably won't agree with me. And obviously there's certain situations where the exercises are completely different, but a lot of supersets, you could just turn them into drop sets on one machine. You don't have to superset two things all the time. Like you'll see mm-hmm. people supersetting like incline dumbbell press, supersetted with hammer strength press. I'm like, I'm like, you could just use a hammer machine and just do a strip set because right. you're doing two. Like, come on, you know, come on. You know, yeah, it's basically the same. We're yeah. not. Yeah, because it's like I said, because it's six o'clock on a Monday, so you're taking up two benches right now. So let's just have a think about this. 
I'm not anti super sad. I do them sometimes, but you know, be be aware. Do you guys remember there was that that part of raising the bar? Uh, Dave Pulsanella's video with his brother Mike Pulsanella shot it, and there was this kid. Mm-hmm who had like three benches because he was doing like some sort of like dip thing and he needed like all this shit and Dave needed a bench and he's so animated. I just remember his line. He was like, it takes all of this to be you right now. (laughs) (laughs) It takes all of this to create your physique. I loved that. Oh he was like a little God. guy, you know. He was a little guy. Yeah, it takes That's all of this. That's freaking amazing. Right yeah, yeah. I like those. Those you know are what? funny. It it's funny though. Like, I mean, all kidding aside, like that stuff. So actually, I may have even sent it to you, uh, Ron. I'm not sure, but one day I'm in the gym and I look over, and these two ladies have not only moved two of the incline benches away from the dumbbells. But move dumbbells down with them so they could do p- dumbbell presses at the same time. So they Two would talk in between for, sets yeah. while sitting on the benches, then get done with their conversation, kick up their dumbbells, do a set, put them down, remain talking. Then they'd get, they'd get done with like presses and it's like, oh, we need to do flies. So they leave the dumbbells there, go get lighter dumbbells, bring them back and do And I'm like... How does someone have to point this out to you? Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're training this partners. Is a busy gym, and like everything you're doing is wrong on every level. I'm like, you really don't need each other other than the conversation. But okay, yeah. It'd be funny if like <laughs> I took a picture. Imagine if you if if you and me, Dusty, if we walked into like like a gym and we both took hack squats beside each other. Yeah, and just said, like, and then at the same time. Although though. that might, that might make sense now though, because I use half the plates you do. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's funny because I, the one thing. My point is, I never see someone that knows their shit doing just disrespectful shit like that. Same thing. Like you very rarely will see somebody who's hack squatting ten plates aside. Leave them on. Yeah, they take every single yeah. one off because they know the rules. You know, yeah. it's always like the person who used a quarter and then they just leave it. I'm like, must have been exhausted. Couldn't remove that. Anyways, <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm learning. Okay. Let's see here. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, wait, I had a good one that I want. Oh, this is important because it blows my mind. Adding a sugary junk snack with every meal, i.e. two Reese's cups in the off season to help put on size. That's per meal. I love that. So I'm thinking six or seven. I want that diet. Packages. That's yeah. It sounds so, delicious. Yeah. So you just stay on like you stay on a, like a, a base contest diet, like one cup of rice per meal type of a thing, like a starting base contest, you know, generic sort of contest diet. Yeah. But then you just regulate your weight gain with Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> so the only variable is the amount of peanut butter cups that yeah. you intake per day. Like, and then you come right down to zero cups and that's the, when your contest diet starts or do you, you no, start? That's when you're you ready to step up. on stage. You're ready to step on yeah, stage I when guess you pull out that last You got to set it up. You got to set it up so like four peanut butter cups a day is default, like <laughs> like calorie, like sort of. But you know how would I mean? you fill Baseline, up backstage yeah. without a peanut butter cup? 
Well, that's the thing. They become, they become the main variable that you have to put back in. You would need that back in at the end. Yeah. 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 So you, what I would, what I would recommend (laughs) would be an undulating peanut butter cup stagger going into the show. So I would go down to zero peanut butter cups and then I would go four, one, six, two, eight, four, and then step on stage the next day. You know, you don't want to have oh, so put them sense. all in too close together. Yeah, that's smart. You know, less water retention. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of like slight, slowly carb up with peanut butter cups. Like take a while. You realize if you could yeah. get somebody shredded on that plan, you would be the most popular coach. I just did. Yeah. I just did. Yeah, you, so were you not just? <laughs> I just saw it happen. <laughs> Where have you been, Scott? <laughs> There's going to be somebody who next week, they're going into their show. They're one week out. They're not going to add carbs back in. They're just going to yeah. add peanut butter cups, and they're just going to like load with them. So a hit, hit, hit. See how full they get. I like that. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I had to ask the question, though, because I think what, you know, although we're, we're laughing, it does amaze me that that the confusion on just adding shit and trying to tweak it into being about bodybuilding. It's yeah. kind of like, Ron, what, what we talked about with weed. Like, listen, if you want to smoke weed, smoke weed. But don't try to pretend <laughs> that you are somehow right. smoking weed to be a better bodybuilder. If you want to eat two Reese's cups oh, I have my, meal in the I have season, my, my, fuck it. I have my <laughs> weed alarms at 10 minutes before every meal. <laughs> but, you know, like, it, it's the same thing. Like, I think it's important that people just factor in and say, I do this because I want to. So I did an off-season diet for a guy the other day. And he's a, he's, a, he's a young kid, just wanted help, you know. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's got good metabolism. He's a young guy, trains hard. And I, I put a muffin in his post-workout meal yeah. every day, right? Right. I mean, he's like, he's like 22 years old. So, and he's like, I can eat a muffin every day? And I'm like, dude, like you're a 22-year-old kid. Huh. Like who fucking squats four plates. Yeah. Jesus. Like, what, what are you reading? What Instagram posts are you or melted your brain? Like, yeah, like it's not. I didn't add a bag of McDonald's every fucking day. But yeah. Like one muffin. Like some people are just so like they some people. My point is some people see like contest diet. They, they think that's bodybuilding. Yeah. Like, I, I was that way chicken, at one point. Chicken, rice, chicken, rice, chicken, rice. Oh, my God. I'm going to have a muffin today. It's like. That yeah. wasn't off season. I just ate whatever the fuck I wanted every single day in off season, but I mainly had good meals all the time, you know? I saw Jay Cutler, also, you know? I watched Jay's videos and I saw like he was eating tilapia or cod or whatever, you know, orange roughy and rice. And I was like, yeah, that's what you do, you know? And then I'll eat some sweet potato and a very lean beef, you know, keep it real <laughs> tight. And like, man, I don't know why I'm not making the progress because I'm eating like nine times a day and it's a lot of food, you know, and then I realized, oh, let's throw a little junk in here too, you know? Yeah. And you a also little- know Jay went to In-N-Out and got the triple doubles. It was before. They didn't show that at first. They didn't show yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah, they used to never show that shit. And yeah. that was confusing because I remember um, one year with Chris when we were like pushing for size and my metabolism jumped in. I got to the point where I was, I was pretty full. And I, he was like, what else could you eat at night? And I was like, I mean, I can eat peanut butter and jelly anytime. And he was like, all right, let's do two of those okay. with a shake before bed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah. did that for four or five months. 
I would do two oh, peanut yeah. butter and jellies. No, and and for those wondering, it, we didn't measure a, a lot of no, peanut butter. No, and it butter wasn't the grated grain bread for eight dollars a loaf either. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and, and that was it. So I'd have two of those and a shake every night, yeah. and I was like, it was in heaven. Number one, because it was awesome, and I could get it down. Like it didn't matter. I could be done for the day, but it's like, well, anybody can eat two peanut butter and jellies real quick. And I swear, like I'll never forget. And Matt can even tell you because he left for like a month. And he comes in one day and I'm walking in from the parking lot and he goes, the fuck have you been eating? And I'm like, peanut butter and jelly, bro. <laughs> like, that's the difference. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It you got to have a plan. Simple. You got to, you got to have a plan and you want to eat, you know, pretty clean because that your, your body will digest the meals. You'll be able to get your meals in. There's all these logistical reasons why, you know, you know, chicken and rice and steak and potatoes are, kind of what we mainly eat you know or whatever foods you happen to like but yeah to get huge like you know how many pizzas did ronnie coleman eat you think jesus fucking Christ. oh god i mean something has to okay. put you over that edge and i think that that's the thing i know we've talked about this before dante used to tell me if you can't eat you can always eat chicken wings <laughs> and that yeah, was yeah, my that's... thing like so i would buy chicken wings and watch a sporting event and they'd be gone yeah i don't yeah. know yeah. like I can knock down 24 chicken wings without thinking if I'm watching sports. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. No big deal. So um, here's an interesting one, which I haven't heard about in a long time. Have you ever used DNP? And what do you think about it, even if you haven't? I've never used it. And it's an industrial pesticide. So I don't really want to put it in my body. I think people who use it are... I think people who use it now should know better and they're mm-hmm. being extremely risky and you can die from it. And yeah, I, but you know, I know there's fucking entire forums out there of guys that are super into it. Oh yeah. You know, and they think that all the pros use it. <clears throat> it's, you know, it's funny. So I don't know. What are your thoughts, Scott? So I agree with you. Um, super dangerous. Definitely an industrial pesticide, really bad for you. And I've used it twice. <laughs> and what and what was no but so that's good so what was your what was your experience for like how was it on um like was your energy just fucking zapped how was oh, yeah. your training yeah so the I first you time you can't train on it no the training was terrible and the first time i used it i was working for the i guess you guys call it soda company we call it the pop company i worked for the pop company yeah, right and i'm moving right. heavy shit and it was the middle of summertime. I was getting ready for a contest. And I want to say it was like six weeks out or so. And I think I ran it for like two weeks. And it was like 500 milligrams, which is a, a decent dose. So it's like a, that's what I would consider to be a, like a, or it, that would be like a, a meat, a, a meaty dose. You know what I mean? You're not going in light. You're not going in crazy 500. And it was like a, the powdered version. I didn't really get that much out of it, honestly. Like, it, I was very flat. My energy was absolutely zapped. My strength was shit. And I feel like, man, if you can take somebody that's that's not feeling good on a prep and then do make, if you could make a change to like give them energy and now they've got pep in their step, that in itself, I think, is going to help you with fat loss. So I, I feel like it was almost a counter, you know, negative thing for me because I was so low on energy. Now, the second time I used it, uh, this was 
2000, that was like 2013. This was 2017. I used it for five days. Um, Ron, do you remember S2H? He was on the PED podcast with Skip over at Project Bodybuilding. So is that Scotty Too Hotty or whatever? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, this is a, a plan he gave me, and I used 200 milligrams, and it was of the crystal version, which is supposed to be better. And I used it for only five days. And he had me switch up my entire diet. We moved all the carbs to fruit. And he had me taking a bunch of supplements with it. Uh, and, and more or less, the second time I did it, I wanted to just experiment. Like, it was a popular topic, and I wanted to see for myself. And mm-hmm. I ended up losing a lot of scale weight in the process. But here's the, the problem that I had. So... I was making good progress, cooking along, losing fat. Everything was consistent. My diet was right on point. I knew that like if we pull a half cup of rice, then I'm going to lose more. But we don't need to do that yet kind of thing. You know, cardio, everything is everything is dialed in. When I ran the DMP, I dropped a ton of weight. But then it took me like two weeks to get back on track because now I'm at a newer, Mm. a new spot. And it's like I didn't know, like, well, what do I need to get back onto that groove? Uh, it, I had to figure myself out again. So it, it actually, I don't think was really beneficial to be truthful with you guys. Um, yeah. I mean, it, well, you I changed everything, you yeah. know, which is something that I, it's funny. I, I preach that all the time to my clients. Like we'll change something. And they're like, Oh, what about the, the drugs? I'm like, we'll leave them for a minute. Yeah. I want to see what this change does. Yeah. Then I see what that change does. Then I can look at something else. Or and not to say that I've never like increased cardio and decreased food at the same time, but definitely do my best to not. Like, I mean, you upended your diet that was already working, right? Because you had to based on this plan to add in the DMP. So it's not shocking that well now you're off the path. You're trying to get back to that same path again. Yeah. Um, you know, m- my answer to the DMP was it's always been a simple thing to me. And I don't mean this to sound hardcore. It's just I found like right kind of when I was hitting my stride in bodybuilding and, and I don't want to say getting known, but good enough that it mattered what I thought. It seemed like that's when the time, the 2011, 2012 time period, that it became the goal to find an easier way to be a bodybuilder. Hmm. That became the thing. Like, well, DMP, you won't have to diet as hard. Well, you can't do hard cardio because you'll lose muscle. So you just take the magic powder and then you're going to get lean. And it's not that I want the hard way. It's that I always was somebody who hunted for the best way, not the easiest way. So that always seemed counterproductive because to me, the answer is always simple. It's the same thing I look at with like, say, orals. Somebody say, oh, well, you know, I know Anadrol is a great drug, but it fucks up my appetite. I'm like, well, that's not a good drug for you. Yeah, We need to eat. Right. You know, so... You know, I think that that's where I really put DMP into that category of you can get peeled without it. Yeah. And the amount of variables that you're fucking up to truthfully to hopefully and this is the best part to make it easier, but you're actually going to feel worse. So is it easier? Yeah. Sounds harder. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I was I was never even tempted because I did see guys do it. And I mean, they would turn into zombies immediately. Like their training yeah. was shit there. I mean, it looked difficult to walk in from the car. And I'm like, 
I always remember that bodybuilding was fun to me. Yeah. I'm like, this doesn't look like yeah. fun. Look at your dying. I had a, I had a friend of mine <laughs> who did it. I, I don't know what dose he took, but he said it was like, and this was back, I guess, like really early 2000s, mid 2000s. And um, like you said, it, it just kind of showed up. You know what I mean? People were talking about yeah. it in the forums and stuff. And uh, he tried it for a show. And he wound up in the bathtub with like bags of ice oh, all around him. Yeah. Trying to get his body temperature down and like really scared. He wound up calling the paramedics and yeah, going to the hospital and yeah, wasn't a, wasn't a good thing. And, and it, he was just taking like this dose. I don't know what dose it was, but it wasn't crazy. It was like one of the doses that everyone was recommending and he just wound up like fucked up. Hmm. So he said it was like the worst three days of his life before that. Like he was like, he went to the gym, couldn't do anything, like couldn't even do warm up weights, and was like, I got to get off this shit, you know. And then thought, okay, I'll just do like however many days. He's gonna cut it in half or something. And yeah, then like right. the next day, wound up in a fucking bathtub full of ice, you know, overheating, you know, gonna die of a fever, you know, crazy. That's fucked so up, that can be really hard on your kidneys too, right? So yeah, and you, Victoria yeah. says that it destroys your mitochondria. So there's that. I mean, I think it's bad on a lot of the, shit. The engine, the engine of the cell. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that mitochondria? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, other than that, you'll be, but you'll be peeled. <laughs> and there are people out there. There are podcasts out there where people are like, "Oh no, DMP actually builds mitochondria and it's healthy." And same people who've like had people running it for sixteen coaches that'll have people running it for sixteen weeks straight. And I'm not talking about like good coaches. I'm just talking yeah, about well, coaches, yeah. you know? Talking, yeah, that's crazy. So what, do they put them on like a small dose so they only feel a little terrible for I think, the whole prep? I think like I, the dose I heard was 500. 500 for wow, 16 just, weeks. So you can just diet on McDonald's and hope you don't die? <laughs> yeah, I don't I know, I think man. that Victoria should start a book of just like, she's oh. got her own acetoisms. <laughs> like, like so, you know, I, uh, things that I will never forget that she says like, like I'll never forget when she did the uh, the podcast uh, where she was like, "I need y'all to stop referring to these issues females are having as side effects. These are not side effects of the drugs; they, <laughs> they are, are the effects effect. of the drugs." Yeah, that's what <laughs> like, they do. And yeah. I heard that, and I was like, "This is the greatest line I've ever heard in my life." Because we all want to use that word, myself included. It's like, "Well, you got to watch out for the sides." And it's like. They're not sides. No, no, that's the main the main effect. <laughs> yeah, hair growth. That's what androgens do, you know? <laughs> yeah, but it's just funny because she has so... Like, I've listened to enough of her of her speaking, and I'm like, every now and then I'll hear when I'm like, acetoism. Like, because <laughs> like, it's, it's such a, like, stabbing point that even intelligent people who know better have used... I've used that word before, side yeah, effects, talking yeah. to women about what drugs do, and then you're like, Wow, it's terrible misinformation by me, actually. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, she's right. got some gems, man. I'd love to have her on, but I, I want it to be on a week when I'm not here, so I don't look stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, she really should come on our show, but I don't want to be on. <laughs> yeah, I'd like I would have watched the episode, and you two will look foolish. But yeah, yeah, I will have just been out of town that day. <laughs> well, hey, Dust. Dusty got to sit out a couple of episodes, so maybe I'll sit out to the Korea <laughs> one. So I, more. 
I'm sure. I'm sure she would love to come on. She's going to be here pretty soon, so maybe we could even okay. set that up okay. while she's here or something. We're gonna have to take okay. one for the team, guys, and get her on because I, I would think most love people to have. I think it would be fun to come up with some games to play with with Victoria to kind of like like joke around with her academic. What's her level of academia like? Extreme? What do you call it? Yeah. I just called extreme. Extreme. Yeah. It's but, but it's above yeah, high school where I was. Yeah. So I think it's funny. It would be funny if there was some contrast. Like you bring her on, and then you make her play like childish word games about like steroid use. You would come up with something. <laughs> You know? She's good though. She's she's good because she also has she understands the bro side of things. I remember right. somebody reached out to me and they were asking. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, she understands me, you know. So there's that. But we haven't I, even figured that out. I remember uh, <laughs> somebody was asking me about setting up a podcast, and they were asking, and I was trying to figure out how to explain to the guy that I use this program to do this, this program to do this, and this program to do this, and they all work together. And she was like. So basically tell him that you're just stacking the three programs together. Because right. you know, he'll understand like, that. Yeah, he'll understand that language. Like he's creating It'll a stack. It'll make perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> I have a technological stack that I use to yeah. produce the show. <laughs> and and this is where we drop in the Anadrol, which is also known as. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. So here's, this is actually a good one. I'll be curious to see what you guys think. Got, just got sick. Six days out, and it's the flu. What now? Fucking soldier on, motherfucker. Yep. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> like, I don't want to fucking hear it, man. You might look his best. Work. You know, I, too many stories about guys getting sick right before a show and then just how about, staying How about in 09 there. Cutler? Oh yeah, that was the fucking O nine Cutler was like barely could stand vomiting, vomiting, wound up in a bathtub, guzzling a liter of Gatorade. I didn't know that, yep. or I don't remember yep. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I actually, um, um, well, I saw you know, him at that, the. He was. He had to come to the expo for something for a minute, and literally could barely stand up. Yeah, so he, he didn't even like, complete the mission of what he was supposed to do. But I again, think he, he got over de, he got over dehydrated that year though. That was like right. a dehydration thing, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, know what kind the cause of was, but I just remember he was wrecked. <laughs> yeah, I think he just pulled too much water and had to like rehydrate a bit. But yeah, I know he was sick as fuck. And then, well, you know, hey, flu game. You got Michael Jordan with the flu game, right? That's the ultimate example, you know. So you just got to just show up. I mean, so obviously there's a few logistic things. So if you're sick, like you got a couple workouts left. I don't know. We're not supposed to go to the gym sick, but go when it's dead and stay away from everybody. And uh, fucking, you know, hey, maybe this is even a good time for him to wear a mask. (laughs) Just to get people to stay away from you, if anything. But yeah, I'd probably be super selfish about it and go fucking just not tell anybody and train anyways and you know make sure you don't have covid that's one thing maybe you'll get a covid test or something but um but yeah man fuck getting sick right before a show is the worst but you just gotta just follow the plan you know if you keep the water intake high your body can still look pretty good in any condition like you know what i mean if you just don't worry about it days out over two days out i mean 
there's a chance mm. that you're going to feel halfway decent by True. stage time. I mean, it, oh, is yeah. it a perfect yeah, yeah, storm? You know, is it, is it great? No, but I mean, fuck, I'll, I'll definitely take six days out over the night before or some shit. You know, I've had, I, I yeah. do know guys that have gotten sick, actually sick while they were already dehydrating and pulling water. Yeah. And in that case, they had to say, fuck the show. I need to be like, they still did the show, but it became like, I need to, you know, be well. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I need, I'm already dehydrated. Now I'm puking and shitting, you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck, yeah. You know, in that case. And again, sometimes it shakes out with a little, a little luck because they're just trying to keep up, you know. So, yeah. you know, if nothing else, it's, it's a good, uh, good dose of whatever it takes, so to speak. It's a good, good ones, Ron. You, ha- you haven't uh, locked any down. I think it's a good reason too, by the way, guys, to have to have more than one show set up for the season. Now I know like if you're shooting for mm-hmm. nationals, nationals is national, so there's there's that. But if you're doing a state level show, I'm a big fan of having like a window of shows. Where maybe mm-hmm. you know, if you already paid, then obviously still do it, but you're already in shape. So if you have a show that happens in three weeks from now or four weeks from now, I, it would it sucks. I used to put all my eggs in one basket, and then no matter how it unfolded, that was the show I did. It's nice. It would mm-hmm. be cool if he could do another show in three more weeks or something after he's feeling better as well. Yeah, for sure. Right, right. Okay. I got one. Here's a cheery one. Are we going to do a cheery oh, one? Favorite Christmas food. You go, Dusty. Mm. What's your fa- favorite Christmas foods? It's last five minute crew. So, God, I'm they always to think. I'm trying to think. Because which I get a kick so out I'm of it, by the way. People are coming up to me and they're saying, hey, I'm last five minute crew, which I really get a thrill out of, by the way. I fucking so. love that. Um, so, here's the thing that's strange uh, I don't do traditional holiday food because I don't enjoy it. So, I don't like turkey and shit like that. I usually eat fillets for holidays. Um, but if, for something traditional that I actually will like eat a shit ton of is like deviled eggs for some reason. Like if they're, they're good. that's something I would never make. Yeah. But if there are 30 of them there that I will eat all of them. Okay. okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that, okay. that would be, I guess my only thing is yeah, for the most part. And then of course those little rolls that everyone has get fucking, I'll kill those things. Whatever they're called, right? Yeah, with Good one go, one one pack of butter per roll. <laughs> yeah, like I just I I so what I do with the roll is I stick my thumbs in it, and then you just slide the the pack Cup of the butter out. in the hole, and then you just <laughs> mush it. Yeah, that's good. There you go. And if you're in your off season, that could be where your peanut butter cup goes. Anyways, yeah. keep going. <laughs> what about you guys, Scott? Go. Mm, nothing exciting. I would say I, I I'm thinking. So we have American Thanksgiving coming up. So that's kind of like leading into the. I I'll say for Christmas and Thanksgiving stuffing, and I like green bean casserole. They put they put the crunchy onion things on top. It's something I would right. never make stuffing either, but it's just delicious. And I'll take it a step further and say. I like that stuff along with like some turkey on a great big plate that my mom wraps up for me and sends home. 
and I it's like enough for like two or three meals the next day. That's that's the right. jam right there. The leftovers. Right. Okay. Your mom is like the okay. team mom. Like she's she pulls awesome. that shit off, huh? Yeah, oh, she's. There's awesome. been a few references where I've really realized that Scott's mom is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and how about how about yeah, you, Mister Canada? What do they do up there? So I always loved Christmas dinner. Plus, my mom was an awesome cook. And also, like, there were several awesome cooks in our family. So, if you know, we went to someone else's house for Christmas dinner this year. And then maybe it's my mom's turn this year. And, you know, like, so wherever we would wind up, there would always be, you know, like a crazy spread. I love mashed potatoes and gravy. That's like a whole plate. I need two plates, one for mashed potatoes and gravy and one for turkey and gravy. And then a third plate just for fucking rolls and and stuffing. Yeah, and then stuffing in. Yeah, I'm just that meal is like <laughs> fucking. That meal is the best meal of the year. So I'm a huge Christmas dinner guy. Huge. That's like I fucking love that meal. The way the house smells. It's just you know, it's just everything. It's the best. It's the best. He's got and, Die Hard playing in the background. He's getting the rolls. Yeah, in. Die Hard playing in the background. <laughs> the opening credits are rolling. You know, um, I, I also must say that um, there is nothing that's quite as disappointing as the odd time where you think you're going for Christmas dinner somewhere and uh, it's a ham. Hmm. And <laughs> you're I know some you're people ready. love some people love ham. They love ham. They're like, oh, man, a nice roasted ham. And we're going to have some of this casserole and some of this and some of this. And it's just all disappointment for me. Not a ham. Because no, and it's not the ham's fault, Scott. That's the thing. The ham. (laughs) The ham is fine. I'm not picking on the ham. It's not the ham. It's all the sides. Oh. You get all the, it's the sides. Without turkey, you get no mashed potatoes. You get no gravy. You don't get cranberry sauce. You don't get stuffing. It's, it fucks a whole meal up. Huh. Then you get casserole. I, under, I understand and some the stuffing. Veggie dish but why can you that your not have mashed made. potatoes? Yeah, and I don't want any of that veggie dish. And then some cheese thing that someone made that I'm not eating. And then another thing of veggies. I'm like, why would I eat these? I, eat I feel like normal. Like, why would I? Ron's talking big... about a specific meal. I think he was scarred. Yeah, I was gonna at say, one like, point, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> some we're uncovering damn, childhood trauma. There's a traumatizing <laughs> moment. <laughs> And, and it's always, I mean, it's he, also he makes weird it sound too. like you cannot, you cannot have mashed potatoes and gravy if there's a ham. Like he made it sound like I know somehow the, the turkey made the, the mashed potatoes. <laughs> or well, it kind of like, did. It kind of <laughs> did because they used the turkey pot to make the gravy. Like it's turkey oh, gravy. No one makes yeah. ham gravy. <sighs> you know, these are, these are, these are, yeah, yeah. they use the turkey pot, right? It's real yeah. gravy because that's how my mom would do it. She made real fucking turkey gravy. There's no package. And the stuffing has to be no in package. the bird, right? That's oh, yeah, saying. and the stuffing yeah. comes out of the bird. This all comes out of the turkey. The turkey births the entire <laughs> dinner. You know? Do you and ever the- feel like you realized when Ron went into therapy was right after this fucking meal? <laughs> 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 fucking dinner's you know? house with a shitty-ass ham. Ruined his I life. Ate like, yeah, I ate the, the fucking 10 ounces of ham and a bun. I'm just like, when's the pie come out? You know? Dude, could you imagine how... Pumpkin a, pie, and you're like, oh, okay. 
Here we go. Ron would have been so mortified because when Tommy first moved to Scottsdale, uh, it was around the holidays, and I was like, hey, you want to do Christmas dinner? And he's like, sure. I don't know anybody. I was like, cool. All right, there's a Chinese shithole down the street. I'll see you there at 7. <laughs> that was our dinner. I'm like, all right, I'll see you there. <laughs> like, I like that. And it I was, like that. It was, that, was our, that was our beautiful spread for that year as Tommy and I hit up a Chinese place. And they were packed by the way. A lot of yeah. losers just like oh, us. Yeah. They had nowhere to go. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> it's good. I know. I know. See, I'm, 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 I'm happy you guys aren't as scarred by this. Any of this. <laughs> no. See, like, you're yeah, not. No. See, sometimes I, 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 I think that everyone should just, like, instantly agree with that. But I know it's kind of a me thing. <laughs> well, yeah, because, like, like, I mean, you, I, I, th- I felt I actually was crazy, Scott, is when I said, oh, I don't usually eat turkey on Thanksgiving. I literally watched my followers drop one, and I looked, and Ron had unfollowed me. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> seems like a bit of a, a, a soft point I've hit here, attacking his turkey. <laughs> yes. Do you got another there, one? There is, there is some scarring there. There is some scarring. <laughs> if, if you could be any... Okay, well, it's kind of a two-part, because it says superhero or supervillain. So I don't know if you want to do them separately, but if you could be any superhero or supervillain for one day, who would it be? Hmm. I feel like this is a Ron question. You know all. You know all the superheroes. I don't know. I'm not as much of a superhero guy. I'm not. No, I'm not that deep in the Marvel universe. So here's the thing on on that. uh, Real quick, I don't really get the tie-in with every fucking adult man and superheroes. Just for the record. Like the like the the Derek Farnsworths of the world that have like all these toys and shit that they collect for ten million dollars. I'm like, oh, you should uh, try Bitcoin. Anyways, um, <clears throat> just my thought. They love their stuff. Uh, <laughs> I got lots of friends that are Marvel, Marvel, oh like, yeah, or or DC no. nuts. Like they oh, fucking yeah. love it. They know everything. I'm so lost. I only saw like five of the movies. I'll see him out of order because I don't give a fuck. I'm like, oh, like I'm, you know, you're flying to Germany and you're like, oh, fuck it. I've already watched seven movies. I'll watch this one, I guess. I got no idea what's going on. Then you talk to like back in the day, I would talk to like Luke or somebody and he's like, well, that was shit because the story doesn't go like yeah. that. I'm very offended. Right, right, right. That, that they went so, off fucking kilter. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, I've, I've derailed the question, but I have to point that out so that when my answer sucks, everyone knows it's because I don't fucking know. I mean, God. My answers will be easy. Care. Go. Do yours. I can, I can answer this. Thank you. Batman, because he's super fucking rich. Yeah, so that's a good be, one. Sense. I'm going to be somebody for a day. I want to be Batman because he's super fucking rich. Yeah. So I'm going to just be, be Bruce Wayne for a day, basically. That'd be cool. And uh, You might not even need to Lex- put the suit on. Yeah, might, no, I wouldn't you know, even need to do anything. I don't yeah. need to fight anybody. I'm just going to spend his money, fly around yeah. the chopper. Um, nice. And then nice. villain is Lex Luthor for exactly the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> the He's other side rich. of the rich coin. That's fantastic. I like that. Super, super villain. I don't want to be involved in any of the Ooh. politics of what they want to do with the world. I just want to be rich for one day. It's one day. Dude, you're, you're not going to fuck up their plan. Or, you don't have to kill anybody. We're back. Okay, here's 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 one for you. Good. What sport would be the funniest to add mandatory alcohol to? 
Well, I always added mandatory. I, I, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. I always added mandatory alcohol to bowling. Um, but it's just because I got better when there were 20 pins versus 10. I thought it was mandatory. I thought, yeah, I got, what about golf? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weren't chicken fingers and beer like part of the rules? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. You know what would be like? I'm trying to think. Like gymnastics would be pretty awesome. Uh, lit. Oh man, mandatory. <laughs> like you have to have like minimum three shots or something like that, or it's blood alcohol. Like you have to have a point. Like not like point oh eight is like drunk driving, right? Most places point oh eight, point oh five in some places. So you make them have you come like, like a, a point 0. 0. 0. 0. 0.2. Oh, okay, you're going high. I was just going like yeah. just for like a bit of an effect, like point oh four. Like they're halfway to illegal, but they are trying to do gymnastics. I imagine that would still make for a, a you know some pretty interesting times. Oh God. I pictured it more like it, there was a girl, like a shot girl sitting there and like right before they went out and like did the tumbling, you just like threw three shots back and then boom, you know, and then hit it. You know, oh, you, know like, you know, when they still just in her gut, back and like, she yeah. still just got like a firebomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that'd that? Be, that'd be classic. You remember, yeah. you know how like they do that at clubs where they shoot it down your throat and then like shake your head and shit or spin you around and fire you off. That'd be great. Yeah, there you go. Now jump up on those rings. Yeah, man. <laughs> or like a figure skater. She's got she slams two shots right before she goes out, and they only weigh like 105 pounds, right? Oh yeah. So she's like yeah, two shots of jack weight. and then out, and she's probably like two minutes into her three minute run. When she starts to like, right around the time for the double sow cow, it's that fucker. Hits. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, that's classic. Okay. Am I going again? Yes. Unless Scott has one, do you have like one of those handy YouTube ones that you bring up? Actually, the only thing I have today is a bill for eighty dollars uh, for a guy to come out and look at my furnace. That's that's what I was working on today before the show. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Open bodybuilder who would be the most dangerous with an additional 10 pounds of pure muscle. I don't know. Anyone in the top six of the Olympia. Right. Yeah. Put 10 pounds on anybody. They look great. Any of those. I, Take any of those guys and put ten pounds on them. It would be a big deal. No, you know, who, you know who my vote is though. Huh. Nathan Sean Clarita. Think, <laughs> think what, think what Nathan would look like with ten more pounds. Because Nathan yeah. putting on ten pounds is like me putting on thirty. Because his right, frame because is so yeah. nuts. Like I think Nathan. I think. I mean, yes, Sean obviously uh, is one. Yeah, I'm immediately jumping at just the those the. I hate to say it, but I can I still consider Nathan a shape guy, even though he's huge. Right. You know. See, I'm sort of thinking like I know there's a lot. I mean, obviously, if you give, you know, any if you give Hottie ten pounds of pure muscle, true. That's like oh shit. Oh, fuck it, Flex Lewis. <laughs> there we go. We got an Olympic. Flex Lewis. There you go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> also, uh, I just. You know, two names that that popped into my head when I first read the question. Since I'm sort of thinking of it, you know, like obviously if you give 10 pounds to a top guy, it's like you have an even more top guy. But I'm sort of thinking of guys that were are maybe like in the like back of the top 10 Olympia, you know, maybe not the top group. 
and 10 pounds would be the biggest jump for them. Hmm. And those right. two guys that I think of, like you mentioned, Nathan, that would be a big jump for him because he's in the yeah, top 10, and, you know, technically in our heads, yeah. he's like a top 10 Olympia guy. Right. But then there's also, I think Raphael oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Re- and, and, and Regan, I think Raphael and Regan are two guys. Like if Milos puts 10 pounds of just pure strided tissue on Regan, it will be really, really noticeable because of the sure. shape. Right. Yeah. So That's yeah, you did a good we, answer though. Nathan's the, a good the, pick. The answer always goes back to those guys, those shape guys. That it's not that they're not big, but what ten pounds would do on them versus, like for example, if you put ten pounds on Rami, you wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You you wouldn't see it. You got you got time? You got one more on there? Me? Yes. Is it that time? Are we at the one more time? We are at the one more time. It's two hours, sir. God damn. Hmm. That responsibility um, is ready to spend my money. We had a lot buy? of drug questions. I had a lot of drug questions kind of because of like, you know, what happened with, you know, Rodin and the deaths and stuff. And I don't know. I don't I want to we should... avoid them. We, we always avoid them. I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. Um. I think sometimes your guys' perspectives are good on that stuff, too. Because I'll say, as a fan and as a younger bodybuilder, when I was competing really hard, I remember listening to an episode of, I think it was on one of the Project Bodybuilding shows, and John Meadows had said he never had touched IGF-1. And I remember at the time, thinking about it, that guys like Dusty, guys like John, had to be they had a secret on how to run that IGF in a certain way that this is what all the top guys are doing. And I do think that every time we have a drug question, it ends up being a boring one because they're like, I never used that or 500 milligrams or, you know what I mean? It's not, I think, I, I do think that sometimes the drug questions are good because it's not that you guys have some sort of scientific answer on like, you know, how to work these two esters together and when to switch to the fast compound and up the dose on this. Mm-hmm. It's like it puts it into the perspective of what the reality is, that it's not as it's not as big of a part, you know, and the guys can guys who are really good are going to be really good regardless of taking a bunch of shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I had one here. I, I get a lot of questions about AIs, and right. um, it as says how often is possible. an AI? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the answer with how much AI do you need, like how much Arimidex or whatever, is hopefully none. Like, yeah, um, you want to get your blood work done and see what your estrogen level actually is. Like I've seen guys on five hundred milligrams of test a week, and their estrogen level is normal. It's not even elevated. Really, mm-hmm. and yeah, like I've seen that on blood work. And I mean, I have like, too, but rare. You know, yeah, it's like high end of normal, but it's still in range. Yeah. So they don't need to like smash their estrogen to zero. Now they're just fucking their body up. Yeah. They maybe, if they want to just drop it, they maybe can take like a tiny bit of ADEX or something um, or a remedy, or aromacin or whatever you want to, whatever they want to use. But people, I think, think they need way more than they do, yeah. you know? Um, and then also too, I've seen a couple guys where they're on like, you know, TRT, like legit TRT and their estrogen levels are always high. 
So they have like mm-hmm. doctor prescribed a Remedex, you know, three tabs a week, like that sort of thing. Yeah. But you just don't know. You have to get your blood work done. You know, you have to figure that out. I think that's the answer to everything though with, with bodybuilding. And I don't understand why it's such a scary thing. Like you have the ability to have an open book test, but you choose to try to know the answers on your own. I don't get that, you know, like, because for example, if you, if you're truly somebody who is obsessive about what drugs do and how they work, then you should understand they don't work the same for everyone. Yeah. So the only way to really know what you're doing is to take your blood, your clean or your TRT or your whatever. Then you're in the middle of your cycle at the peak. Take it again. What's it say there? Okay. Now at the end, take it there and, and keep in mind variables, you know, that are changing. Because it is very odd to me that people do want this really in-depth answer, but then they won't even look at their own body. Because like you said, Ron, to give you an idea, like... I can take 750 test and zero AIs, none. I'm having my house. Like it's not a necessity for me. My body doesn't come up, you know, and it's the same. Like I I hate to point it out, but I really have learned now genetically. My frame is terrible for bodybuilding, but in every other aspect of putting on size, being strong, injuries, health, you know, I said my blood work to Dante and he's like, oh, how long have you been off? I'm like, I'm dead nuts right now. And he's like, oh, huh. Okay. Yeah, you have very good tolerance. Like, yeah. The body's just fine with it. So you definitely have to factor that in because I think that that's why people get confused and why they don't like the answers that pros give. Because I get it. If I was gassed out of my mind and I'm training my ass off and my food is perfect and all these things, it's insulting to believe that that you can do this on less or, you know, with less sides or whatever it may be and just get a drastically better result. You know, it, yeah. it's not the easiest pill to swallow and it would be much nicer to just be able to say, well, I could do that too if yeah. I want to take two grams of test. And it's not to say that nobody does, but I do think that that's why the questions come up so much because I've been called a liar for forever. I mean, you know, right on all sorts of different things, you know, oh, there's this or that, you know, my, my triceps are one of the big ones. And I point out to people like, I can tell you why the one triceps fucked. And I have the whole story that everyone's heard a hundred times. Put some windstraw in there. That fucker has a point on it to this day from 2012. It's still (laughs) the same size as the other one though. It's funny. Yeah. It's just scar tissue, you know? Yeah. And even when I, and even after losing all my muscle, because that scar tissue didn't go away and I put the size back on, I'm like, there's my point. It's still there. It looks the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, thank God I'm not a really I, good bodybuilder. That would hurt me. <laughs> I also want to remind everybody that people, they forget that all drugs have side effects, right? So they think, okay, you know, I'm going to run, you know, a bit of test and a bit of this and a bit of that. And, and they, they, and then they throw the anti-estrogens in like liberally, like yes. just throw them in. Like I'm going to take, I'm gonna take four Remedex a week, make sure I don't get gyno. And I'm like, okay, well, now you're smashing your estrogen down below normal range. So now your cholesterol is going to be terrible and you're not going to get your blood work done. So you're not going to know this. So in four or five months time, when you do get your blood work done, you're going to be like, well, my cholesterol is bad. And my doctor says that my HDL is too low and I got to try to correct this now. And that is something that's directly linked to heart disease and heart attacks is having your cholesterol fucked up. You do not want that. That yeah. is something you don't want. So 
That's directly from overuse of antiestrogens in a lot of cases is guys doing that. So don't do that. Try to use a minimal amount possible. You don't want to push your estrogen to zero because that's when things go wrong. You know, it's um, people forget this stuff. Also, natural growth hormone levels are definitely affected by AIs. Like Meadows used to talk about that all the time. If you're on GH, it's a different story. But if you're not taking GH, AIs will definitely, obviously dose related, but they will definitely suppress your, your IGF-1 levels and all that stuff. So, um, you know, they've, they, I just saw something the other day all about that. I think it was even, it might've even been John Jewett talking about that. So he's got some good stuff mm-hmm. up there. But yeah, so, you know. I think what's funny is we, and, and I think I know I was guilty of this when I was first getting in is, Everyone looks at the positives and they want to know what it does good, yeah. but they don't look at the negatives. You know, it's something Jose mm-hmm. used to tell me, you know, because Jose helps a lot of a lot of bodybuilders, a lot of men, women, and women will say, well, I, I use Anabar because it doesn't have any sides. And he's like, anything that can have a positive effect has the possibility of a negative effect. Get that mm-hmm. out of your fucking head. Sure, it's mm-hmm. lighter than if you take Trent, but... This idea yeah. that like, oh, well, it's Xanabar, so it'll do nothing. It's like, well, they yeah. just don't take it if it'll do nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if it's going to do a positive, there is there is another side of the coin. And I know that that's true because I didn't know that, Ron, when I first got into bodybuilding. And number one, I didn't even know to need AIs. But then when I needed them, I never worried about what the flip of blocking estradiol was. Right. Didn't, didn't, I mean, and you know, back then no one was telling you and I was never interested in drugs. So I was like, okay, I take one of these a day. I got it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know? And then of course, when, and I remember the first time I, I did have, um, some cholesterol issues, I looked at my diet, my diet, everything should be fine. I don't understand, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, if, if you don't know what everything you're putting in your system does in every direction, then how do you fix it? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Okay. Is that it? I guess we got to go. I got shit I got to do. I just realized what time it was. Hey, It's Monday. Everybody takes Mondays off. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> the, new, the new economy. Yeah. Start at 10, be done fine. at 3. Okay. <laughs> no shit. Okay. Well, I thanks, guess. guys. I'm glad Scott was able to uh, join us. I'm glad um, to be here. Me too. Save us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, save us. Yeah, the first half hour is off the rails. So, uh, Okay. Thanks, everybody. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment. Ring the bell. There you go. He, like, delays that on purpose. He really does. Always. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, everybody. Keep the questions coming, and we look forward to having you on again. Remember, it's just bodybuilding.